0: Hey onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like, and subscribe Uh, while you're at it. Give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it. I read it on the podcast. That's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys. And I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey, it's Paul Meyerhog from the Comedy Network, and Comedy Central, you're listening to The One Man Podcast. Yeah! Hey, it's Josh Williams, and welcome to The One Man Podcast, episode number 103 for Wednesday, May 1st, 2019. How's it going, onesies? I am recording this live from my car. Oh, I've got my handheld recorder here. I'm not sure how good the quality is or if I've got it too close to my face, but we will find out in post-production. If this is something that works, I might actually be able to get the podcast. You know, maybe I don't have to go through many hoops in order to get the podcast recorded on a weekly basis. Maybe I can just lay in bed and record into this thing. Uh, This week, welcome onesies. We are going to talk about... Uh, pretty much the same thing that everybody is talking about right now. Everyone who is uh, cool slash nerdy. Uh, Avengers Endgame. I saw Avengers Endgame opening night. Man, was that ever a great thing. I'll chat about that. I also, you know, went to went to dinner. I hung out with Crystal. We chatted. Uh, we watched some, uh, some documentaries. Um, what else did I do? I had to hang out with Brody and reconnect with that little fella. Not so little anymore. Uh, probably a couple. Oh, I did some shows. Huh? A couple of shows out of town. I will tell you guys all about that. So let's get right into episode 103. Man, 103. It's almost like 100 starting to be a little in the rear view now, a few weeks in. Um, hope you guys are enjoying the nice weather. I am driving right now. So I'll also look forward. You know what? Anyone who wants to give me shit that I'm holding a recorder while driving, uh, you can send those emails to contactin1manpodcast.com. Let's see if I can get some, you know, angry emails. If you're going to come. I don't give a fuck if you're email and give me shit. Uh also a weird way to start off the podcast for any new listeners. If you happen to be a brand new listener of the One Man Podcast, uh I don't normally take my life in my hands like this. But I'm just uh I got a lot going on and this is kind of uh gonna help me get this thing done. Um yeah, so why don't we just jump right into it? I uh I had a fun week last week. I I think I've been working on my taxes. That's been an interesting little thing. Uh, but but it's actually going way smoother than I thought. I'm dragging ass a little bit in the process, but I'm sitting around, listening to podcasts, banging away the data, and uh, and I'm almost done, as a matter of fact. I'm recording this on Tuesday, as always. So, just stuck uh, in Queensway Highway traffic here. Um, also, just while I'm thinking of it, I want to give a big shout-out to all my listeners around the world. i got lots of... Uh, Lots of downloads coming from uh, Nova Scotia right now, so huge ups to Nova Scotia being amazing, being amazing, amazing onesies. Sorry, I'm repeating myself here. I'm looking to make a a right-hand merge here in the lane. Oh, boy. Yeah, so thank you, Nova Scotia. Thank you, Florida. Florida, I've got some, uh, some downloads. In terms of the U.S., they're all over the map right now, but Florida's a big state for me this month. Thank you so much. Um yeah, just want to thank all the people listening no matter where you are. I appreciate you. Uh and I'd love to hear from you. All right. So, now that I've yammered on for a couple minutes in sort of a no uh, <laughs> no direction. Um last Thursday I sat down with my buddy Casey Corbin. You guys have heard I hope that episode it came out on Friday. I hope you uh if you listened to it you enjoyed it. And uh then Thursday evening, Avengers Endgame. Big night. I uh, I took my uh, my mom and, uh, and her co-worker, Manny. We've actually been kind of like the little trio that every time one of these movies comes out, I think we saw Black Panther together. Uh, we saw Captain Marvel together. I don't remember if we saw Ant-Man and the Wasp together. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it doesn't, not that it really, really matters, the narrative. But we've been going to see those movies, so I think it was... I, I actually... Uh, was performing in Kingston at Absolute Comedy when the last Avengers movie came out uh, in April. And uh, my mom came with me. It sounds so fucking lame. Again, if it's the first time i ever like, this guy goes to do everything with his mom. Yeah, huge mama's boy. Not really. I'm just, uh, just spending some time with her before she's dead. Um. <laughs> so she came to, uh, to Kingston with me for the last uh, Avengers movie, Infinity War. So... She was exciting. She's, there's not a whole lot that she's into. My mom just kind of watches things, you know, she's at home. Well, she's all about YouTube now. And now that she's interest, now that she's into like the superhero movies and has been for years, she's like all about these YouTube videos. So my mom is the kind of person who will watch like, uh, you know, a Marvel movie or Game of Thrones. And then she'll watch like a day or two straight of like YouTube fan videos where they're, you know, dissecting everything or whatever. So it's funny. She likes that, but I can't get her to listen to podcasts about the things that she likes. Anyways, it doesn't matter. So, uh, it was myself, her and her friend, Manny, uh, and Avengers Endgame. So we went out to dinner first. And, uh, I mean, this probably won't relate to anybody outside of Canada, but we went to uh, Montana's and Montana's is a really cool, uh, has a really cool, fuck that. Montana's is a, a place that we used to go to a lot. I used to go there with Crystal and the kids all the time. Um, I don't want to say, like, high-end restaurant, because it certainly is not. But it's, like, a I'm trying to think of, like, a U.S. equivalent TGI Fridays kind of thing. You know? I don't think it's, like, a Cheesecake Factory. It doesn't fucking matter. The point is, sit-in, sit-down restaurant, you know? Like a, a little, maybe, let's say, a, 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 an Outback-styled Denny's, for my U.S. listeners. My point being is that we went there because it was supposed to be, you know, every time we go, the, the food is reasonably priced, Right? And, uh, I'm going to say, you know, between, between 10 and $20 for, for a meal. Of course, if you're going with steaks, you're playing closer to the $20 side. And if you're getting a hamburger, you're like 12, 13 bucks. It's all Canadian in case. Americans are outraged that bad. But I want to say that we got there and I, everything on the menu was like minimum 16, $17. Like we're talking a burger and fries was like fifteen ninety nine. And I'm not going to bitch about this for long but I was really surprised. I really don't know what sit-down restaurant you can go to now and not pay, like, 15, 16 bucks for a fucking hamburger. I'm not cheap, but, you know, you, you should, you know, kind of get what you pay for, don't you think? Something like this is a fucking high-end restaurant. You know, it's not Milestones or... I'm going straight across the Kara catalog on this one. But... Uh, I, I didn't find it to be particularly... It's not a super nice restaurant. So it's like, how do you pay, you know, 15 bucks? And then you get the food, and it's nothing. I, I actually ordered to try to be a little more, more unique. I'm like, listen, if I'm paying 16, 17 bucks. I want to get something a little outside the norm. So I got one of those, like, you know, chicken with waffles for bread or whatever. Like a like a waffle chicken kind of sandwich thing. And uh, and fries. And honestly, God, it's like fucking... They give me, like, no fries with it. Fries are a cheap thing. Whatever. But I'll tell you normally I'd be like, that fucking sucked. But, uh, I was on my way to see Avengers, man. So like nothing was going to get me down. But I just, I wanted to mention that thing that I'm, I'm having a harder and harder time finding a place. Like I go to five guys. I'm a happy guy. They give you a shitload of food, a big, big hearty burger, you know, it's probably a little fat fucky to sit here and just bitch about food. But I know there's some of you guys out there that, that know exactly what I'm thinking. Like, I got to a point where I'm like, I'm sorry, but if I'm going to Subway and paying $13 for a foot long, there better be some fucking food on it, you know? It's just, it's, everything's getting more and more expensive and the portions are smaller and smaller. So I find myself, you know, picking and choosing where I'm going to fucking eat based on, you know, history. Are, Are you guys like that? Huh? Somebody tweet me or email me or whatever. Just say, hey, like, what's a restaurant that you used to go to, you know, fast food or sit down, I don't give a shit that you just stopped going to because it's too expensive or it's the portions are garbage. Like, you know, you know, talk to me, make me feel like less of a fat fuck. Anyways, um, all of us, like, I think we all spent a reasonable amount of time with the menu cause we just, none of us like, I, I will put it to you this way. Macaroni and cheese on the menu was $16. Mac and cheese, a mac and cheese skillet with bacon. It's like basically mac and cheese with bacon drizzled on the top and they're like $16. Does that make sense to anybody? Does that make sense to any fucking body? So, whatever. Then we, uh, we hopped in the car and we headed ourselves down to the theater. Let me tell you, that place was fucking packed. We actually tried to get reservations uh, down in that area. There was uh, Jack Astor's, Joey uh, Joey Lansdowne, The Joey restaurants, I didn't realize. I thought it was just like an independent one. But Joey restaurants are the chain. And then, of course, every Joey has like a Joey this or a Joey that. So we couldn't get into there because uh, they were full. We tried calling that morning. And all the restaurants near the theater were packed. And all of them, we didn't even tell them what we were coming for. Just like, hey, can we get a reservation? They're like, nah, we're completely packed because of that Avengers movie. So, and this was like the Thursday night, right? So it wasn't even the official release date. It. it was just the first fucking day you can get a ticket. So that's why we ended up going way down to a Montana's when we drove down that way. Oh man, is this an interesting podcast so far. Is this thing even still recording? got going to give it a quick little bump to see if it's still... Oh yeah, we're still going. 10 minutes in this is definitely, I'm being so productive, we record a podcast and drive at the same time, can you guys hear the, can you hear the fucking uh, clickety click turn signal, that's what it's called, yeah, so we went down to the theater, theater was uh, was absolutely jammed and we went to see it in AVX, uh, AVX 3D, pretty spectacular, I'm just letting the mother unit in, I am actually getting the windshield replaced today on my HRV, so she let me her car, But, of course, I'm picking her up and dropping her off from work. So that's making things a little bit easier. What's up, Mom? I'm recording the podcast. You didn't have time to go to the bathroom? Well, you're not going to have time now. How was your day? I don't care. No, I'm kidding. I do care, but I'm I'm recording. You're right. I don't really give a shit. You work for the government, so it's super boring. But I'm recording the podcast trying to save some time here. What? I am watching your car. So I was just in the middle of telling everyone how we went to see... uh, Endgame. I just got to the part where we were done being unhappy with our portions at uh, Montana's. Is this person going to let me go? It looks like a nice person. I don't see the traffic. I think the podcast is going to love that. Go, I'm not... Now. Yeah, well, I can't go right into the side of this well, thing. No, but... Well, no. Well, that... Is... Right, well, okay, Anyways. Um, so, yeah, we went to go see Avengers Endgame. No spoilers. I just talked about how we uh, we got to the theater and it was 3D, Ultra AVX. What what would your what would your no spoilery uh, review of Avengers Endgame? What did you think of it, Mom? I thought it
1: was top notch, and to have Game of Thrones and fuck Game of Thrones and a uh, 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 end game in like 24 hours was like too much for the senses.
0: Well, it wasn't within twenty four hours. Your Game of Thrones was like Monday or Sunday I don't night. Know,
1: but all I could think about on Friday was Game of Thrones, or not Game of Thrones. Marvel, Endgame? Marvel. Yeah. And then all day, all day. Well, yeah, pretty much all day. Sunday, I was anticipating the Game of Thrones. And they were both battles. And they were both epic battles where you couldn't see everything. It was like a three-ring circus. You can't see everything at once. Yeah. You have to keep playing it over and over and over just to be able to see everything. There's so much going on.
0: All right. So your review of, of Marvel Endgame, without spoilers, is that you watched Game of Thrones on Sunday.
1: Yeah, and they were both freaking fantastic.
0: Yeah? Are you... Uh, so, I, I mean, no spoilers on this review. Guys, if you're Marvel fans at all, first off, this is coming out on Wednesday. So, if you're Marvel fans at all, you've had six days, seven days where you could have seen it by now. And if you haven't still, that's pretty uh, It's pretty sad. Well,
1: Kevin Smith said, "We'll fuck you.
0: Is I mean, that what Kevin Smith said? Yeah, yeah but he I didn't have any spoilers. If you
1: haven't seen it yet, go and watch mm-hmm. it now. And I'm yeah. going to wait for you. And then he stopped for like five seconds. He goes, no, I'm not going to wait for you. Fuck you. Go now. I was
0: joking about how. He's well, like, I was I'll, I'll just hoping. sit here and wait for you to go see it. He's like, he's clearly joking. I was telling them how you watch all, you just sit around watching YouTube videos about shows you like.
1: Well, yeah, they tell you stuff so you
0: know what to look for. There you go. You so. Have to think. Did you did were you satisfied with the with the ending that they gave again without any spoilers? Just did you? Enjoy yes, it? I
1: did. Except they should have had some kind of a memorial for whoa.
0: Somebody. That would be spoilers. Somebody, okay. That would be spoilers. So, yeah, it oh, was. Uh, no, I thought it was good. You haven't been watching the Marvel movies as long as I have. You've seen them all, but you didn't watch them as they came out. You kind of got caught up in the last no, four years. No, uh,
1: you forced me to see like a, a bunch of them.
0: Yeah, oh, and are you God. glad I did? That's gross.
1: Um, <laughs> yes, I did. I'm glad I saw all the movies before I saw Endgame.
0: Yeah, and I was because telling them it's how special. you. I was telling them how you came to see Infinity War with me in Kingston. I didn't. Yeah, I, you did. did we, we saw see it. In Kingston. We saw it in Kingston. You came to my show with me, and then we drove to the theater in Kingston. Oh, and saw I it. don't remember that. Yeah, I don't. you don't remember much. Do <laughs> you remember who Thanos is? What happened? <laughs> I'm kidding. i You know, there's probably people who haven't even heard, seen the first Infinity War, but like the 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 trailers and everything have basically let you know what's going on they're like oh the ones who stayed and this and that so yeah
1: but you know they're tricky they're tricky with uh, what they tell you to, to kind of make you think something's gonna happen and then it doesn't
0: yeah well basically i think it's it's pretty it's unprecedented what what disney and marvel did with these movies to build you up with characters so for anyone who's you know not really a comic person or whatever, and listening to this podcast I mean I'm not going to waterboard you with the end game stuff but I mean this is a three hour long movie and it's not a three hour long movie where you gotta go into it and you have to be introduced to characters and learn their, their whatever like you go in you already know who everybody is it makes so it's just three hours
1: all the movies all over again yeah so that you can watch it again only this time you're going to know what's happening yeah But, but everybody's like, Kevin, Kevin Smith said, thank you, Marvel, for making me a kid again, because when we were there and something good happened, everybody goes, ah, just like your kids at a matinee.
0: Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty exciting. There was, uh, he said it's the closest thing to actually seeing a comic book uh, in a movie because there's just so much going on. There's so many things. He's like, it's the kind of thing that you can't do with a Broadway show. You kind of can't really do with, uh a TV show, it's really something you gotta see in the movies, and uh, what else did he say? He just talked about the fan service, if you are a fan at all, like the, they don't really, they don't cheat you out of out of good shit, it's really, really well no, they done. harken back to the other movies, which is good. Yeah, and you go, you get into it right away, so uh, again, I'm not gonna, not gonna go off anymore about it, if you, uh, if you're looking part for something. the
1: thrill. The fact that you you saw that movie, you know what they're talking about. They say one sentence, and you're like
0: right there. Yeah. Yeah. There's people who've watched them all in the whack. Jason was watching the the movies this morning. <laughs> well, he hasn't. He he doesn't know, and he's watched them all in order. He's seen Infinity War. He hasn't seen. Uh, he today he watched Winter Soldier and Age of Ultron because he hadn't seen any of those. But he's seen like Black Panther. He hasn't seen Civil War. So it's like he, he's seen Homecoming. He doesn't know how Spider Man got introduced. It doesn't matter. There's a lot of people who are like, nah, you don't need to see them all. Those people are idiots. It's pretty fucking hot in this car right now. Ugh. I thought I'd do this because I knew we were going to be stuck in traffic. Why are you showing me memes and like Trump as a dog meme? That is dumb.
1: I will build a dog park and the cats will pay for it.
0: <laughs> fucking annoying. <laughs> every time I tell people that I went to go see a movie with you or that I hung out with you or whatever I feel the need to like justify it because I'm like you're going to be dead soon and I'm going to miss these opportunities <laughs> and it's like what am I spending time with your dog you wish, dog memes I wish I'd be dead Stupid. Soon. I don't wish you'd don't be happen. dead be I just wish I just wish you'd move on you're honestly like a 15 year old at this point where you're like you're looking at memes all day and watching watching YouTube videos about other things oh, Jesus. but I'm happy I mean you work for the government so what do you guys live for right <laughs> <laughs> Anyways So what I'm trying to think of what else I did this last week I did uh, Stop at What are you watching fucking videos for while, while I'm driving <laughs> I really don't love this traffic Where are we going? We're going to the dealership I know My windshield is getting repaired today remember We drove there this morning Did you forget already? I didn't know what you were I know that I've never accused you of being on the ball with things, Mom. Um, I uh, I did shows in Cornwall, Mom. Can I tell you about that? Yeah. I'll tell the audience at the same time, but I'll tell you about that. I, uh, I did two shows. I did a show on Friday night, and I did a show on Saturday night. Same location. It was a fundraiser for Uganda. Do you know where Uganda is, Mom?
1: Yes, North and Africa.
0: North and Africa? It's
1: not north, it's... Below
0: do you Egypt, know how but, far away from Wakanda that is?
1: Uh, Wakanda is somewhere in the middle of Africa, isn't it?
0: Oh, I don't know. It's not a real I place. Know. I saw it's it, not it a on real a map place.
1: one time. You know the map in the You back saw
0: it on a map?
1: Behind Captain America, there was a bunch of, oh, okay. of maps, and they had Wakanda in Africa. Not... And it was sort of middle east of Africa.
0: Oh, it's the middle east of Africa?
1: Somewhere around Ethiopia.
0: What do you think the religion is in Wakanda? Atheist. You think they're all atheists? <laughs> because <laughs> they're technologically advanced? Right. They're, they're...
1: You can't got room for...
0: for God. How do you know you the got... vibranium is not the body of Christ? <laughs> Maybe that's what they left Because on. you
1: can't chew it?
0: Because you can't chew it? Yeah. <laughs> but, but, interesting. <laughs> no, um, you
1: can't be that technologically uh, up-to-date and still, you know
0: you hear that listeners that's right you can't have an iphone and an imaginary friend in the clouds no not allowed to have them both no you pick no. um so yeah uh yeah it was for uganda it was a fundraiser for uganda that was the show here's something mom can i tell you something that really bothered me i'm talking to you because i'm gonna it makes it more interesting that way
1: because you, you think you're talking to a real person. putting fucking
0: videos on, for fuck's sakes. Do
1: you think you're talking to a real person?
0: Because I think I'm talking to a real person. When you
1: talk to me, it's like you're It's a little
0: bit easier if I talk person. to you. It makes it a little more engaging, at least for me. I don't know about them. The fact you keep putting videos on and making noise that this I'm is going to pick on. I'm
1: trying to show somebody about the flooding.
0: You're trying to show somebody? Why don't you talk to me? Your entire newsfeed is nothing but Trump memes. No, so polarizing.
1: It's not. There's lots of stuff on. I'm looking for the flooding in Huntsville to show
0: somebody who cares there's floods everywhere extra extra guys a lot of flooding in Ontario it was a lot of a lot of winter this year so we a lot of flooding um, the fundraiser was for Uganda and here's the thing mom I drove down with Wafik you know Wafik Wafik yes, actually Wafik actually said to say hello and he says that, that you. you're always very supportive and it's always yeah. good to see you he says he hasn't seen you in a long time
1: and
0: that you're not my mom. that you're not my mom <laughs>
1: that's the pickle guy who says that
0: that's Mike Danbra
1: Mike Danbra yeah that's
0: not Wafik that's a different different name um, I know
1: who Wafik
0: is anyways I uh, drove down with Wafik and uh, Waff and I were like halfway there neither of us had eaten stop um, anyways I don't know I'll find it might clear all your video shit out of it but it's. I'm gonna take that away from you <laughs> I'll close your fucking account. I pay your bill every month. I'm turning that fucking chip Stop it.
1: Okay, now look. Stop I turning on. The
0: trend. I, yeah, it's Trent. I I don't want you to be playing videos while I'm recording the podcast. It I'm picks. not playing videos. Yes, you are. You're constantly playing videos. They keep going. You fucking onesies better not side with her, by the way, if I get emails. You should be nice to your mom. I've only her like 15 times. Honestly, like a child at the dinner table. Put it away.
1: I can't watch you
0: drive that's you fine do don't something. you can't watch me drive
1: <laughs>
0: yes. i swear to god
1: oh there's a bottle <laughs> Good.
0: so i haven't hit any puddles um this fundraiser that i've said for the millionth time in uganda waf and i were on our way down and uh it was at a golf and country club i've played this golf and country club before and my buddy mark uh well, let's just say Mark. I don't want to. I don't want to insult him. I don't have anything bad to say about Mark, but I just feel sorry for him. Um, Mark does a lot of uh, shows in Cornwall. He's probably the most. There's been a lot of producers out of Cornwall for comedy shows. Mark's the only one with a with a good heart and a good code of ethics. A lot of Cornwall comedy producers have fucked a lot of comics out of money and and shit like that. But and Mark has actually been the recipient too because Mark's booked me for a lot of shows. And then, you know, two days before the show just cancels and we don't get money or anything like that. So, you know, we don't end up doing the show, but we've also blocked off a weekend that we can't, you know, do other shows on or whatever. So I went down, uh, Mark was like, we're good. We got a deposit. This one's going to go off for the hitch. I'm like, that's great. And, uh, message on the way, when you're doing a show, when you're doing a dinner show at a golf club, usually they will feed you. You know, especially when you're coming in from out of town and everyone else in the room is getting fed. They'll usually feed the comics or at least give them a couple of drinks. So I asked, uh, I, was, I was sitting chatting with Wafik Woff. was driving and uh, I just, you know, I sent Mark a message saying, hey, by the way, are we, are we getting fed there or whatever? And he goes, let me check. And he goes, no, there's no food. He goes, but you can order a meal from the bar. And I'm like, yeah, so can everybody. You know what I mean? Huh? That's like me saying, "Hey, are you gonna feed us?" It's like, "No, but you can go to the restaurant and order a meal." You know, like the way he said it was like, "Oh, it's okay, but you can go to the, the bar and order food." It's like, "Yeah, that's everyone can do that. It's not a special thing." It sounds like Jason. Uh, no, Jay feeds the comics. Oh. Yeah, we're we're the show. Yeah, but you
1: know, sometimes you want to go and have the nice dinner, and there's not twelve people.
0: So that- no, that's you know, you're thinking of dinner and show, and you're thinking from a customer's position. I'm really glad I'm having this conversation with you, mom. Um, what I'm saying is that when you go to a show out of town, they usually feed you, all right? And in case anyone's listening to this who may or may not be a comedy producer or hire comics or hire anyone some days, if you're bringing people in from out of town at dinner time and they're going to be there for four hours, it's not a, not a bad idea to be a good host. You wouldn't invite someone to your home for five hours. And not, you know, feed them or offer them a drink. That's the thing, even the drinks I weren't covered. But there's people who are like that. Yeah, well usually golf club owners are not like that. You know, they're so not they're not hurting. Go back. You're an idiot they're not if hurting you go back to their house. Well we didn't go back to the ugh. If
1: somebody doesn't feed
0: you. My point yes. Yes, you're well, yeah, I guess mom's two senses, you're an idiot if you go back to their house. They don't feed you. Yeah. My point is if you're hosting, especially if you're hiring, you know, people you're hosting, whatever, and there's food there. I get it if we showed up and there was no food. Not a big deal. Everybody else is eating, and when you're cooking for 150 people, there's enough to put a couple plates aside for your uh, guests of honor, let's say. Anyways, they didn't do that. Um, they also did not offer us any drinks. Mark, at one point, is like, I'll get you guys a couple drinks. I'm like, no, Mark, it's not your responsibility to feed the comedians. Again, when I said I feel bad for him, because Mark's a good guy. He's like, oh, I'll buy you guys. I'm But like, it's not your job. The person who, who purchased the show or whatever, the host... You know, this event should be the one to make sure that everyone who's a part of it gets gets fed. So uh, it's funny. I was just bitching about uh, Montana's how we went to Montana's and the food was expensive and the quantities were not plentiful. She's back to her phone, so she's not even listening. Um, well,
1: you're whining about not. I'm a whining. About I hate. Not fed. I dis-
0: I dislike you in many ways. <laughs> so many ways. Let me count the ways. Um, you're old. That bothers me. Looking up. at you reminds me like of my own mortality. I'm saying that like the amount of shows that does So here's the thing. I've actually had comics say to me, because sometimes you'll do a show in a venue like a theater where there's no food, okay? But there's drinks. And they'll come back and say, hey guys, can we get you anything to drink or whatever? And a lot of comics will be like, no. Or even, even when you're doing something like at a community center where they've brought in food and they go, hey, can we get you guys something to eat? I've had comedians tell me, If people offer you food or drinks, even if you're not hungry or thirsty, just say yes, please nibble at it, you know, have a few sips. But the reason being is that when comics, you know, habitually say no, then they just stop doing it. Do you know what I mean? It's like that whole vote or they'll take it away thing. You know, it's your responsibility to vote because if everyone just doesn't vote, then it's not a thing we need to do. But that same logic as comics have said to me like, yes, because they'll go do a gig. They say, no, go back the next year. Now they're not offering anyone any food or anything. So, so just say yes, just so that's something that they continue to do. So, anyways, um, I don't think you know all my all my onesies, my regular listeners, they're all people that I've never I've never been four minutes in their home without them going. Can I get you something to drink? You know, everyone's inviting me that over for dinner and stuff like that. Room. Yeah, it's it's a kindness, it's a courtesy, and especially if you're trying to you know. You want us to fucking perform for your fundraiser on an empty stomach, huh? Are we going to bring our A-game? I don't know. It it irked me because I think this... uh, It wasn't a big deal initially when he's like, there's no food. I'm like, all right, that kind of sucks. But then when I found out that the organizer... Because here's the thing. the, The owner of the golf club was not the organizer this time. It was actually the guy who was putting on the fundraiser. But he's raising money for Uganda. They had all these uh, African crafts and things like that, that they had brought, um, you know, and brought back to sell, uh, to raise money and then bring the money back to Uganda. Like it was all for Uganda. The golf club owner was charging everybody through the nose for everything. They were charging them for the linens. They were charging them for everything. They weren't providing meals. And when, when, uh, Mark asked them, Hey, uh, is there any meals from the comics? He goes, well, who's paying for it? You know what I mean? So, like, basically, for a fundraiser, the, the venue is squeezing them by the balls every last drop. Of course, everything that they charge them doesn't go back to the fundraiser people. You know what I mean? Doesn't go back to the the recipients of the good deed. So, anyways, the show went uh, fine. You know, I was there with uh, Wafik. I was there with my buddy uh, Jeff Leeson, who I haven't seen in a long time, but there is a bonus episode of the One Man Podcast that everyone can listen to with Jeff on it. So, I would definitely say check that out. Um, but yeah, we had a good show. Waff and I drove back, shot the shit. And actually there was a lot of other things. If everyone's feeling like this is bitching, well, it's going to go on from there. Five more minutes. It is. It is. I'm just going to share. I've had people tell me recently that they'd like to hear about the ins and outs of comedy. So let's say for starters, it was annoying because they were like, nah, we're not feeding you. You're not getting drinks. So we're just like, okay, so we're stuck here for, you know, four hours, five hours out of pocket, you know, round trip, an hour and something there, hour and something back. It's a small town, so by the time we're done, everything's going to be closed anyway. So if we're feeding ourselves, they're telling us we were allowed to buy like $25 plates ourselves. I was like, yeah, fuck that. are not making a ton of money, so we're not going to waste it on, on... And again, you buy the meal, it just goes back to the golf club. It doesn't go back to the, the fundraiser at all, so we're not even helping. So anyways, that was annoying. Then we find out that the, the golf club owner is being a prick. And Mark's telling me that he fucked him out of money previous times, because we were talking about previous events and things like that. So show was supposed to start at 8 o'clock. All right. At uh, eight, I think eight ten, they're like, okay, we're gonna get started. The organizer's gonna do a speech and then we're gonna pass out the people are gonna go around collecting raffle tickets. So I'm kinda like, okay, so we're not getting started anytime soon, you know? And uh, once they went around with the raffle tickets, we finally started the show at about twenty to nine, and then I find out that they're doing an intermission. Do you think an intermission is a good idea for a comedy show, Mom?
1: Not really, because you're trying to build
0: people up to laugh, right? That's right. That is that's correct. Uh, you're an intermission is the worst idea. So again, those of you who are interested in it, one of the things you don't do is you don't you know you don't take for you don't start the show forty minutes after it's supposed to start because this is all old people. There was all a lot of a lot of members of the golf club, this not senior citizens. They've been there by the way since six o'clock. Six o'clock shows supposed to start at eight, so it's a two hour dinner service. Show is supposed to start at eight. Doesn't start for another forty minutes, and then during the show, they're going to have an intermission—a fifteen-minute intermission—which always turns into twenty or well, thirty you can't minutes. Because you got to
1: have another person warm up. The well, that's
0: exactly body. what I had to do. It's basically like right when you get them warmed up, you stop everything, grind it to a halt, and then start all over again. Well, that's stupid. Yes, it is very stupid. It's uh, yeah. So basically, it was like that first night, Friday night, was just forever building them up, letting them cool down, building them up, letting them cool down. So the show finally ended fucking forever later and then Waff and I got out of there. I didn't get home until like I think one o'clock in the morning. It just the took us so fucking long. Last
1: time?
0: Friday night. Friday night in Cornwall. And then and then uh back there on Saturday night. It was cool. Actually, Waff had seen uh, Endgame two, so him and I got to talk Avengers in the car. And, and it's always fun to talk to Waff. So it was a good it was a good trip. The commute was good. It was just lengthy and you know, we didn't get home until late. But uh that was the Friday show. Saturday show, we went back again. We knew what to expect. And it's funny too. Mark was like, uh, "Mark was like, you know, what tomorrow night I'm going to bring you, bring you guys pizza." Uh, he's like, "Have you ever had Cornwall pizza?" And I'm like, "No, I don't. Imagine it's not like Cornwall's known for being the pizza place." And he's like, "Oh no, no Cornwall." He's like, "He's like the the pepperoni's like this," and he puts his fingers an inch apart. You know, he's like, "There's like an inch of pepperoni on top." And he's like, "The cheese is like this, like three inches." So you know, you're picking up a slice of cake instead of pizza was his description. He's like, I'm going to bring you guys Cornwall pizza tomorrow night. So at least there'll be food for you. I'm like, that's amazing. I also didn't bitch the mark that there was no food. I just said to him, I go for a guy who's making all this money off the food. You know, there's leftovers, whatever. And he goes, I'll bring you guys food tomorrow. That's not necessary. He goes, no, no, I'm going to, if you've never had Cornwall pizza, I'm going to bring you Cornwall pizza. So Saturday we get there. Okay. Anticipating pizza I get And he goes, he goes, We might have to run out and get a few more pies. And I go, Oh, why is that? And he goes, It was just all the volunteers. You know, when it got here, all the volunteers jumped into it. So I was like, Oh, all right, well, it is what it is. So the
1: guy's not learning his lesson that you have to feed your people when they
0: work for you. Well, uh-huh, he uh-huh, is. He was uh-huh. feeding Mark. Well, here's the thing Mark was the one feeding everybody. It wasn't Mark's job. Mark was the one who booked uh-huh. us, you know. So Mark's like, You know, I, I brought the things, but here's the thing. One volunteer should start, start jumping into it, and then all the other volunteers see it, and he goes, so They kind of ravaged And I was like, Okay, well, whatever. He's like, But there's some left. We get back there it's pizza pizza oh, it's not cornwall yeah. pizza it's not like hey this is our local you know it's like no it's it's pizza pizza and i'm like okay well and it was ordered two hours prior so it's
1: old pizza.
0: so it's old cold yeah old cold uh, pizza pizza for anyone in ontario i don't know if it's can you think is pizza pizza canadian you think it's like North no idea nationwide or just ontario kind of thing
1: i don't think dominic's is
0: Domino's. Domino's. There you go, Mom. And, Domino's uh, is definitely nationwide, and it's a U.S. company, so yeah. you're way off on that one. Um, well, I don't and think I also Canadian the name is what
1: I said. No,
0: it's not Canadian. Sorry. I thought I, I meant nationwide. Do you think Pizza Pizza is across the entire country?
1: I don't think so. It sounds to, to me like an American company.
0: Um, no, Pizza Pizza is not American. It's, uh, it's got a Canadian... Flag right Well, the...
1: it's not
0: Cornwall. No, it is certainly not Cornwall. No. So that's the funny thing. Is it's like, I'm bringing you guys Cornwall pizza. There are people in the water already. Look yep, there's people in the water. We're driving past uh, Mooney's Bay, if you feel like Googling that, people all over the world listening. Um, anyways, so the show the second night went off fine, except, I mean, this is going to sound like a hate crime. There was like four gay guys right in the front row who were already sauced when the show started. And just heckling and me, me, me. Like one of them was so, at one point I was like, you ladies need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> but here's the thing. This is why I call them ladies. They were acting like a bachelorette party where they were drunk, uh-huh. drunk, wooing, disruptive, wouldn't shut the fuck up. And I kept saying, you guys are white girl wasted right now. <laughs> and actually it was only two of them. What two? The other two were, were being like, were perfect gentlemen. I was just, I was just joking. I, the crowd was having a great time. We were laughing everything was going well. So I don't have anything against gay people. You guys fucking know that. But it was just the way these guys were so drunk and they were acting so obnoxious, loud, disruptive. I gotta go. It's this room. I'm doing a great job, by the way, of multitasking, holding this recorder and yeah. still driving Ow,
1: my car.
0: <laughs> Ow, my car. It's fine. We went slow.
1: holes you're going into.
0: I'm not going into them. God oh, damn it. Geez. How much longer do you have on this earth? Uh... Right, mom. We're so happy to be together. So happy together.
1: Yeah, when this car was your car, you were
0: careful. Man. I'm careful with it now. I believe in you. No, you do I do. I believe in you. This podcast is so boring to my listeners right now. <laughs> trying to think of what else I did this week. Oh, you know what? uh Yeah, I'm over the show. So the shows came and went. WAP wasn't on the, the Saturday show. I drove down by myself. Drove back. I listened to uh, The Happiness Equation. I finished The Happiness Equation, as a matter of fact. It's a great book, Mom. Are you a happy person? Nope. Yep. Nope, you're bullshit. You're full of shit. <laughs> you're always angry. What
1: is it, the right answers for this, or what? No, no, I'm
0: just wondering how self-aware you are.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm good. You're good? Yeah.
0: Are you happy? Are you fulfilled in life? Sure, why not? Why not? Oh, yeah. shall we start? Yeah. This will be your sequel podcast. <laughs> um, I, uh, I hung out with Crystal on Sunday. Was it Sunday? No, Saturday. Saturday, we watched... Uh, it was before I left the thing. We hung out. We watched uh, Leaving Neverland. You watched that, too. I
1: watched it by myself.
0: You watched it by yourself?
1: Yeah, my own house.
0: It's a very hard movie to masturbate to. Would you not agree? I don't do that. You don't do that? You know, Here's a funny thing. Oh, and this is like... This is really off the rails. Probably make a lot of people... You never know when you're going to need your hands. You never know when you're going to need your hands? <laughs> you... Well, I, you, you do what I'm... I'm holding this recorder with one hand. And yeah, well, um, it's called multitasking. Yeah. I thought women pride themselves. Here's the thing. When when regular people say that they don't masturbate, I, you, nobody believes them, right? Because it's the kind of thing that everybody does. But here's the thing. I've been very lucky in my life because I think that I'd barf my guts out if it was actually the opposite. Um, I'm going to thank understand. this person. I just was the dick that drove all the way to the end of the closing line. Thank you very much. Uh... What do you mean you don't understand? Right. You, you, no, you don't masturbate. That's the thing. That's a real thing that I believe. Even if it's a lie, it's the best gift you've ever given me to tell me that you don't masturbate. Because you masturbating would make me throw off my organs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but why... So let me... Uh, why don't you masturbate? Because I uh, never got into it. Never got into it? <laughs> no, never got into it. Because you were always very open about liking sex. I never...
1: But, I always, you know, when you masturbate, who do you talk to afterwards? Like, well, yeah. You know? That's,
0: that makes perfect sense, actually, because you're a fucking talker.
1: Yeah.
0: You're like, when you masturbate, who do you talk to? You know you can go back to whomever. It's kind of yeah. like...
1: And that's why you don't fuck everything that comes along, either, because you might have to talk to them later. Some people aren't worth
0: talking to. That's, that's <laughs> been... Uh, that's honestly been a big motivator for me not to, to fuck... I'm serious, not to fuck people, because I'm like, if I don't like them as a person, I can't can't get into them you
1: know but <laughs> literally <laughs>
0: but that's interesting to me. but didn't you tell me that like your mom taught you it was dirty
1: oh yeah we, when i was a kid you were taught you were going to get hair on your hands and go insane because insane people masturbate so they assume that masturbating caused the insanity instead how of could, the other
0: way how right. can you be so educated on some things but not on others
1: To me yeah
0: so you never well i'm sure at some point in your life you masturbated
1: i don't recall doing
0: it you really don't recall doing it well, but they were fine. Like if you have sex, you're fine. But if you, if you use a different kind of. Well,
1: ma- sex is like masturbating on a person. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's
0: what it is. So basically what Hannibal Lecter did to Jodie Foster's character was fine. That I was, don't remember. He threw, name. he masturbated and then, no, that wasn't, it wasn't Hannibal Lecter. It was, uh, it was that fucking other guy there. One of the, one of the creeps. She saw Hannibal Lecter, remember he, he jerked off and threw it at her. I don't remember that. Oh, okay, but according to that logic, masturbating on another person, thats it's fine. as long. Basically, masturbating is not a crime as long oh, as you no. throw the seed on someone else, is what you're saying? My listeners are curious, Mom. There's a lot of rules.
1: This you're... is really boring. you got to talk to an old lady about masturbating. This.
0: I don't know. I find this, I think that it's a, like probably most people be uncomfortable talking to their, yeah, their so. mother about masturbating. Yeah. I think I'm only comfortable talking about it because I know that you don't. I actually, did you know that I actually considered, uh, well, considered, considered as it was a thought that came and went very quickly. Uh, <laughs> I considered getting you like a dildo because you haven't had sex in so long and you used to, you're saying how much you missed it. I, like not a dinner or anything, but.
1: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ.
0: Look, Are the first. This is what happens when you tell first, me I'm whining about not being fed the at a the show. The first
1: 20 years of not having sex is hard. After that, you don't even think about it. Oh
0: Yeah. Yeah. The first twenty years, there you go. First
1: twenty years. I
0: would imagine most people listening probably haven't gone twenty years without That's having right. sex. So
1: you can you know call me later if you think I'm right.
0: Call you later. You want me to give <laughs> them your phone number? Yeah. No. You
1: call me when they're twenty years in and tell me if they
0: agree. Some oddie guy's trying to edge me out. That piece of shit. I'm again. I'm still doing amazing at driving. I hope that you're not too quiet. I'm worried. I hope that this this uh, little thing goes off well. It's gonna be a what more little
1: thing talking about
0: masturbation no i'm saying the whole it's podcast the i've been recording the entire podcast right now everything i'm not editing this yeah yeah Everybody's so gonna go so crystal up. and i watched uh leaving neverland and uh it's funny it came up because casey and i were chatting about uh about leaving neverland he's not seen it. it i see it he's not seen it yet but he was telling me what his thoughts are on it um basically because a lot of people are, are going through the information like a lot of people are getting the information and then like trying to fact check it but no one's no one's watching it like i've heard three different comics sorry excuse me dragging three different comics uh, that i know have not refused to see it but they're all like but this this and that so um it's interesting i i watched it because of that i got you to watch it what did you think
1: I thought that um, Macaulay Culkin probably was lying then when he said that he, his name didn't do anything inappropriate.
0: Michael Jackson, okay. Because two
1: of them said they said the same thing. No, 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 nothing happened. And they didn't really realize it was wrong until they had children of their own and they didn't want it to happen to their kids.
0: Yeah, so that, that, that all over the place kind of review from my mom is... If anyone, if anyone still doesn't know what it is, it's basically a documentary about two guys who were allegedly... Because that's really, at the end of the day, no matter what they say, it's still alleged. Right? Because none of us were there. We None of us yeah, have proof.
1: Because justice costs money in the United States. Well, if you got it, you can get justice. Well, uh,
0: anyways. Uh, <laughs> I would still very strongly recommend to anyone to watch it. My biggest takeaway from it wasn't so much like, hey, Michael Jackson's a molester," or these kids are lying or any of that stuff. It was more just, it was a pretty interesting look. Let's say the entire thing is fictitious. It's a pretty interesting look at how pedophiles groom their victims and prey on them. And, and, you know, I went into that thing thinking like what parent would let their kids sleep with Michael Jackson, you know, are these, these, these kids are like money grabbers or whatever. And I, my impression after watching it was like, Holy shit, Michael Jackson molested these kids. And you actually have a little bit of empathy for the parents because it's not just like, you know, Michael Jackson meets them and go, Hey, can your kid come over and sleep over at my house? Like he would go and sleep at their houses and spend time with the families and have sleepovers in their living room. And it was really nothing. And then just one day it's like, Hey, look what I made. And everyone's getting, you know, wowed and enthralled and charmed and all this stuff. He bribes
1: stuff. the parents with things they want.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't yeah, but even that sounds like he was like, he would say, hey listen, let the kids sleep with me and I'll give you this and he wasn't doing that, it was it was, hey, you know, come stay here and he was he was mesmerizing everybody and and while he was, you know, at one stage with one kid, he'd be at a different stage with another kid, so he was constantly again, all of this alleged none of us were there, but it was really interesting. Watching with Crystal 2 you know, she was she was really fascinated by it. I really enjoyed watching it with her. Um, and the funny thing, too, one of the things I really liked is that she was cracking jokes through it. Like, not the whole thing, but just a couple little... Like, you know, we'd get to this heavy shit, and then when it was over, you know, we'd, she'd crack, like, just a little joke or whatever. Because it's my sense of humor, too, right? It's just when something's really heavy, you almost have to, like, crack a joke just to break the tension of, like, the dark shit that you're seeing. Yeah,
1: I had, been watching it, when you guys were little it would have fucking terrified me yeah because I can't tell you how many times I almost got you guys a big brother or something and then I'd hear a story and that'd be the end of the big brother for a while yeah even scout masters for fuck's
0: sake oh yeah and the, the the priests and all that shit spotlight's one I'd like to watch did you, did you see that one yep nope. spotlight I, I think spotlight's a documentary but it's about the church
1: well, this Pope seems to be a fairly good Pope, as Popes go, but he still He's hasn't... not Pope ap- and the kids? He hasn't... <laughs> uh, he hasn't apologized for that.
0: Well, you can't, I don't think, like, realistically, right? Because the first thing that they tell you in anything is you can't apologize for something because apologizing, uh, you know, makes you guilty, right?
1: Well, the church has lots of money. They should be able to pay lots of people. Whoever's left after 10,000 years of Christianity... Yeah. They should be able to pay who's left.
0: Do you think that, 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 that Catholicism makes you gay? <laughs> no.
1: Because you're not gay when you screw little boys. You're a weakling, bad character,
0: heterosexual. Do you think boys that the positive gay. takeaway from the pedophilia is that nobody attacks the homosexuality of fucking a little boy? No one's ever like, he fucked a kid? What a fag. You know what I mean? Like, they never attack. They never seem to have the homophobia related to the pedophilia. I'm joking, by the way. Any listener that hears this, if this ever becomes a soundbite 20 years from now in my career, right, Josh Williams says that the the positive takeaway of pedophilia is that they don't, uh, they don't attribute homosexuality, homophobia, sorry, homophobia. Well,
1: if they get a five second clip, they can't get
0: all of that, can they? No. No, my career's over.
1: Second clip of you
0: saying that. I, they're gonna they're gonna ruin I, my career. Mom, I don't get to drive to Cornwall and not be fed anymore. I'm not editing it out. Fuck that. My I hope that my twelve listeners will come to my rescue <laughs> someday as millions of people I, I say I'm a I'm a, I'm a child rape apologist.
1: I'd edit a lot of stuff on old ladies masturbating.
0: No, I want I think that stuff. the best part of this episode is me asking you why you don't masturbate. I think that you'd be a less cranky old cunt if you <laughs> I'm sorry. You're I'm joking. I can Miserable. Oh, that's a high. That's a soundbite right there. That's when I, I wasn't joking about that one. That one I was serious. You guys can end my career for calling my mom the c-word to her face. Uh, I love you though, mom. I do love you, and uh, I'm confident calling you the c-word because I'm confident you won't remember it. <laughs> do you know where you are right now? Yes, I do. Okay, because you didn't remember where we were going when we first In got there.
1: Kentucky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't get that. Oh,
1: wow. Do you care to
0: explain why that's funny?
1: No.
0: Nope. Okay, you I thought so. You never
1: think anything I say is funny.
0: I think what you say is funny sometimes. I think the stuff Rarely. that you say is funny is the stuff that you didn't know was funny when you said it. Um. What? Well, yeah, we're good. Bucking traffic. Mom, this has been one hell of a drive, eh? I have been on the road for at least 46 minutes. Actually, I was on the phone for like a good 15, 20 minutes when this first started, so... Um, yeah. And I really do hope that, that all the sound is coming through sound quality might be really shit on this. Might be, I might be too close to it too. Um, but yeah, I really, I, I gotta say so far this week, uh, I have, I have watched Avengers Endgame. Great movie. Uh, it is the last movie that a lot of the characters are going to be in just for the reasons that they don't want to do it anymore. So they could come back maybe, or maybe not. But, uh, oh, gotta
1: time.
0: yeah, just shut up. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. The Marvel Cinematic Universe doesn't end with this. There's still more movies, but the original characters, all of their contracts have expired. and like a chapter. It, well, it's Saga. They call it the Infinity Stone Saga. So everything from the first Iron Man movie to Avengers Endgame has been uh, wrapped up, so to speak. I'm letting one car in. I'm not letting all of them in. Someone pick. You get greedy. I'm not letting you in. Come on, white fucking Toyota RAV4. See, that's that's someone being greedy. I've made a hole for her to come in, and she's decided, no, me. And she's flying up the side there. Nope, I'm not letting her in. I hope no one else does. Even though I did that like 20 minutes ago. You're just
1: such, a, uh, you're such an angry person.
0: Am I angry? <laughs> I don't feel angry right now. I feel very calm. I don't
1: know. You, you're just always random.
0: What are you getting me for dinner? I
1: don't know. What do you want?
0: <laughs> that was easy. Um...
1: You are the grifter of all time. <laughs> hey, I'm getting better
0: at it though. Yeah. I used to have to grift. Now I can just ask. No, no you just you don't care. That's, that's,
1: I'll never retire because I'm
0: eating. No, you. you're going to retire. you can retire right into the ground. Uh, I'll retire. Um, yeah. So, I'll
1: just have juice.
0: You'll have juice? I'll just uh, have juice. I know, so I know, you I know. Can I know. Eat. Um, <laughs> no one knows what you're saying. Um, the uh, So, yeah, go see Endgame. If you, if you honestly, have you ever seen anything like it, mom, in terms of just the star power, the action, whatever. Have you ever seen a movie that big? There's so
1: much going on. You have to watch it again. I just don't want to go to the show and watch it again. There's
0: a lot of really really nice special effects in movies like Avatar and stuff, but Avatar in that movie, you meet the characters, you learn the characters, all that. They spent 22 movies getting to Endgame.
1: What's his name? James Cameron's going to have to up his game to compete with this.
0: Oh yeah, $1.2 billion opening weekend. I heard
1: one
0: point. Well, they might be at 1.5 one five today, point, but they were 1.5. They one were th- 2
1: point something, which is 1.5 billion more than anyone else has they're, ever done. They're,
0: the opening weekend, I was reading, the opening weekend did 1.2 million total, which has shattered box office weekends. But James Cameron's, uh, James Cameron's avatar did three... Uh, I think it was 2.8 over its entire run in theaters, and Endgame is on pace to do well more than that. So uh, it may be it. It's already won a shitload of records. If
1: it wasn't Kevin Smith. I've been watching so many people. There was two guys. Maybe it's uh, the geek, the geek guys. I don't remember which uh, their name is. Anyway, they said that he. They were 1.5 billion above and beyond anybody else, and then they started talking about four days. Or two days, or how do they, um,
0: they measure
1: no it? In some places, measure it different than other places.
0: I changed my mind. I'm going back, I'm going, and back. I'm going back, going back. And it used
1: to be, it didn't used to be that they opened on Thursday nights, so nope. it didn't used to have Thursday night box office to add to it. But then they went all over the world, and oh, I got a picture of it.
0: I know. You Sunday send it told. to me. You send it to me. Don't worry. Yeah. I got it. that's all what I'm saying squares this of all the yeah all the, the different world. records all the different records yes yeah, so anyways but I don't know if anyone's even invested if I have listeners who don't give a shit about the, the Marvel movies like Peter then then <laughs> all of this is nothing Go see it. no go see uh Endgame <laughs> uh you should if you have uh HBO which in Canada I think you only get it on Crave watch Leaving Neverland I'd love to know what you guys think of that Basically, it's a whole... Like, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't think Michael Jackson did it, blah, blah, blah. It's a basically... You watch it and you're like, did he not? Think of it as, like, the making a murderer of Michael Jackson. You know? You watch it and you go, how the fuck... You know? Except we all knew. This guy, the fucking James Avery or whatever his name is, Stephen Avery, nobody knew who the hell he was, really, except people in Manitowoc, whereas we all... Knew Michael Jackson. We all saw the cases happen and unfold.
1: But, but these people have big organizations to make them look good. People don't go around saying John London used to slap his wives around, but that's apparently the truth.
0: He used to smack them around? He used to
1: slap his wives around, even Yoko Ono.
0: Well, yeah, yeah that makes sense. She's fucking crazy. But I mean, that bitch wouldn't. Would... <laughs>
1: he, he even said, when somebody mentioned it to him, he even said, oh, yeah. A lot of peaceniks like to slap their wives around. It It's because of the guilt. He even said that. And who would have expected that from, from Lennon? John Lennon?
0: Well, like, a lot of these guys, a lot of these fucking guys are, uh, a lot of these fucking guys are, uh, sorry, I was letting someone in and now someone's taking extra advantage. Um, who else is it? Like, there's a there's a lot of these dudes where they're like, yeah, they're they're good on one hand, and then they fucking, you know, they do something terrible on the other.
1: Well, what's his name that used to be in Two Men and a Two and a Half Men? You're talking
0: about Charlie, yeah, yeah. But he, he was never slap good. His
1: wives around. Yeah, but he's
0: a piece of shit. I'm talking about like you got people like, oh, Michael Jackson helped kids. It's like, yeah, but then he was fucking them.
1: Well, here's a guy that everybody loved. You know, um, Smokey and the Bandit.
0: Uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Jesus Christ.
1: Everybody who knew him loved him. But he was at least three wives he smacked
0: around. Yeah, So he was a serial smacker. <laughs> <laughs> now, in all fairness, we don't really, none of us were there. We don't know how annoying Sally Field was off camera. <laughs> and, I just, WKR, I just, I just keep saying this it? to try to bother you, Lonnie Anderson. Yeah. I love how you'll say the name of a show and expect mm-hmm. me to know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. And I don't like that I can translate your fucking dementia. Yeah,
1: you're pretty good. Um, I hope you could find someone who could translate your dimension.
0: I don't have dementia yet. Mm-hmm. My my listeners just hear me basically. I don't I don't sit and say to my listeners, What's that thing there? Uh I try to tell them a story and go, What's that thing there? You know, you know, listeners. <laughs> you know, anyways, that one there, and they were the thing that I found to be interesting. I find it's a lot like that other thing I was telling you about. Tell them about Star Wars. No, no I'm not telling them about anything. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't take requests. <laughs> you wanna you want me to tell them something? You send an email. Slug and, and the Oh uh, right. for fuck's sakes! I just got a, a text message from Nick that he's not coming on the trip. If um, if I reschedule, I'm waiting another five months at least. All right, well there we go. So I'm gonna have to find yet another person to come on that trip. What trip to New York. I'm going to New York on Monday. Spoiler alert! I was coming later in the podcast. I was going to tell my people where I'm where I'm going. Doesn't matter. Going to New York next week, guys. If you want to know what's going on with me, um. Yeah, whatever. you want me to come? Nope. All right. Nope, I don't want you to come. Thank you. <laughs> Not right interested. Now. It's it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday anyways. You can't get that time off work.
1: Well, I could if I asked for it.
0: Well, no. I don't. No, I, I I appreciate it, but I'm going with somebody else. The last thing I do is like, I'm here with my friend and my mom. I spent <laughs> enough time with you. Oh,
1: I thought you had nobody to go with. That's
0: what it sounds like. No, I, I need a third person. So this is always a new fucking issue. I'll so, tell you that. I'll tell you that much. You're
1: so tense.
0: I'm not yeah of course I'm tense shit like this happens all the time um what were we talking about, talking Neverland. about... Oh, leaving Neverland watch leaving Neverland talking about the gerbils and the storm. no you wanted me to talk about that I'm not talking about <laughs> it um
1: you're bankrupt
0: yeah I'm just ex- I'm honestly at you this never point never talk about awesome.
1: anything I want to talk about
0: you only want to talk about Trump and and all sorts of other bullshit nobody cares about <laughs> um anyways yeah Mom, I'm glad you watched Leaving Neverland uh, again. It's all a legend. That's the worst part of it. It's like, you know, I really honestly uh, I encourage you guys to watch Leaving Neverland and then listen to my podcast with Casey Corbin. Um, I strongly strongly if you if you go see one movie this year, Avengers Endgame. I really don't know how that movie wouldn't be up for uh, for Oscars just in terms of the cinematic well, shit yeah, sure, that well. they've done. Visually, they deserve it. It's so rewarding. Just to see, it's uh, it's really quite cool. a spectacle, it is. Um, but they've done something unprecedented: twenty-two movies. You know, most TV series don't get twenty-two episodes in a season. I'm good. So, yeah. Oh, and I can I can do my reviews. I uh, I'll, I'll have to lead into the uh, the sponsors because normally I will talk about what's coming on next week or whatever at this point so i'm gonna to have to just leave like a couple of seconds pause so i can see the air the wavelengths on uh on garage band so i know where to insert this so i can give the review i, of, I can me. i can give a review so <laughs> so i'm gonna take this opportunity i'm gonna give like a five second ten second beat with no sound hey onesies it is time for uncle john's bathroom reader from my partners at portable press <laughs> dot com portablepress.com and this week much like the avengers they are unstoppable i'm reading from uncle john's unstoppable bathroom mirror i really sometimes stretch to make sure that uh there's relevance between the book title and uh, what i've been talking about this is a very heavy avengers themed one but i'll be honest the nerd in me has been waiting for this movie for 10 years uh more like you know seven, eight years since that very first moment I saw Thanos turn and smile at the end of the Avengers movie, the very first Avengers movie. I was like, there's no way they're going Thanos Infinity Stone. So, Unstoppable. Uncle John's Unstoppable Bathroom Reader. And, uh, considering Avengers has made 1.2 billion dollars, they're making a fortune. I picked an article called Made a Fortune. Uncle John grew up near an old crumbling outhouse way out in the woods But now he has a lavish two-holer right in his backyard. Here are some other people who have come from humble beginnings to achieve great wealth. Jim Carrey from Rags. He had to drop out of high school and take a job as a janitor in a factory. In fact, his entire family worked in that factory, living in a small cottage on the grounds. At his lowest low, Carrey wrote a $10 million check to himself to be redeemed when he made the big time. Two Riches. After working the comedy circuit for years, Carey landed a role in, on In Living Color, which led to a movie deal, which was Ace Ventura. That's not in the book. In 1996, he became the highest paid actor ever when he received 20 million to star in Cable Guy. When his father died, Carey placed the check he had written to himself in his dad's burial suit. Oh, that's nice. J.K. Rowling. That's the Harry Potter chick. Uh, from Rags. As a single mother living on public assistance, Rowling started writing *Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone* in a cafe while her baby daughter napped. Why the cafe? Because it was a warmer than the tiny flat she lived in. Flat is what they call apartments. When Bloomsbury Books bought her manuscript in 1996, she was thrilled. The one uh, sorry, one thousand five hundred pounds, about twenty four hundred dollars uh, American, I assume. She was advanced. Uh, was more money than she'd ever received at one time in her life. Okay, so let's try that again. The 1,500 pounds, about $2,400, she was advanced, was more money than she'd ever received in her, at one time in her life. Of course, it's not money. To Riches, four years and three more books later, Rowling was worth more than $400 million, and she's not done yet. Uh, no, because she's still making shit. And finally, Oprah Winfrey. From Rags born in Mississippi to unwed teenage parents, Winfrey grew up in poverty while living in Milwaukee. She was molested by relatives, not knowing what else to do. Her mother sent her to live in a detention home. Jesus, two riches fortunately, the detention home was full of uh, sorry was full, and Winfrey went to live with her father. Uh, he nurtured her abilities and helped her get to college. Now, as the queen of the talk show. Oh, this is also like 16 years ago. Now, as the queen of the talk show, Winfrey is worth an estimated $1 billion. Running feet. Baby seals are called wieners. Yeah, Uncle John's Bathroom Reader, guys. Made a fortune. Um, there's also an article right next to it called Lost a Fortune. And uh, if you guys want to hear me read that one next week, uh, send me, uh, you know, send me an email. Contact the one Other than that, that is my friends at portablepress.com. Uncle John's a bathroom reader as always check out portablepress.com and see uh what they have in their lineup there and also my friends at absolute comedy my friends oh yes my friends at absolute comedy i got some dates on the calendar coming up this summer and fall but in the meantime there are amazing shows at absolute comedy ottawa toronto kingston check out absolute comedy.ca The sponsors, both the Uncle John's Bathroom Reader, huh? Did you like that selection that I made for you? I'm still in the car, so I'm gonna go home and record that. Do a little time travel, huh? Is that an Avengers game? Oh, end game? That's a Is that an Avengers End Game spoiler? Yeah. Anyone who's watched the fucking anything about it knows that there's time travel. That's the only spoiler. There's time travel involved quantum in it. Quantum travel. They know. Oh, quantum. Well, travel. well, maybe whatever. It's it's been theorized about everything. So if you're really so nerdy that you don't want spoilers. Whatever, there's, there's there's, an element of time. So I will be time-traveling later to go back to what you guys just heard. Uh, my sponsor's oh, from, heard from Portable Press, right? And uh, Absolute Comedy. But I will do the review of the book. Huh? I read a book, Mom, from DK. Wow. You know, it's called Leaders That Changed History, I believe. I'll have to remember the exact name of it. As a matter of fact, I wrote it down here. Um, so I read a great DK book. Okay. Uh, Come on here. I got to buy time while I fucking bring this up. Sucking traffic, so I'm not texting and driving here, everybody. The book, I believe it's called Leaders That Changed History or Leaders of Great Leaders of the World. But it's coming up right here, and the book is called Fuck's Sakes. Uh, Leaders Who Changed History. That's what I said. Is that what I said, Mom? I thought
1: that was what you said.
0: That's what I said. Leaders Who Changed History. So you don't have to be a Captain America or Tony Stark or Thor, Son of Odin. King of Asgard to be a great leader. You could be... A, you can be all sorts. It
1: says they changed history. It doesn't say they were great.
0: Well, leaders, I think you have to be great to change history. You know what this book, Mom, is about? It's about all sorts of great leaders. They have all sorts of different sections of this book. I'm going from memory at this point from what I read. But... They have great leaders like Nelson Mandela, and they. What I really like about this book is that they actually uh, segregate the sections. So some of the leaders were social leaders. Some of them were like military and and uh, not industrial, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Military and and continental and country leaders. Some of them were leaders of change, social change, right? They've got uh, you know uh, Markson's in the book. They got Marx. What's his name? Karl Marx. Karl Marx. Karl Marx in the books. Uh, what do you know about Karl Marx? I know that he
1: created comedy from Standing Eagle Upside Down. And uh, he, part of his idea about communism came from Native Indians in North America in the way they used to share everything.
0: Well, you get a pass for saying Native Indians because you're old. Do you know what they're called now? You work for the government.
1: Indigenous people.
0: Aboriginals. motherfucker. It um, doesn't matter. They call them different things in the states. I think they're still calling them uh, Native Americans in uh, in the states. They're they're behind the times.
1: A lot of the people I know who are Native have no problem with Indian. They don't. Have they have a problem no. Same. You're saying natives
0: have no problem being called Indian.
1: I know people who are natives who tell me they don't have a problem with Indian.
0: That, wow, that's weird. That's
1: one of those things because we keep where, changing
0: the name because the whole idea is that we're yeah, getting but it wrong it's
1: according to Aaron it's one of these things that white people think that other people hey, you should Said about Sam... and so they change things without even asking the other people what
0: Well, or it could be this you know that the Sam Rothstein that's uh, Robert De, Niro, De Niro's character in Casino he had to keep changing his title in order to keep his gambling license and you know who else has a lot of gambling licenses <gasps> Aboriginals <laughs> <laughs> that's a that is an incredibly clever tie-in that I just made. So maybe that's what they're doing. They're keeping the they're going to keep changing the titles. This is I've been very offensive in many ways in this. Yeah. Do you think there's anything connected to driving? Maybe it's the road rage, Mom. Maybe driving well, makes me an angry you're person. Angry. I'm not actually angry. You're always I just like, hey, like bothering you. Bothering you is one of my it's favorite just like Ron things. Used to be so just know that as much as as much as you know, just know that when you die irritating you will not be something i can do anymore yeah, and i will i will i will suffer a loss at that point masturbation. uh yeah i masturbate actually i i it's funny you think everyone in wakanda is atheist because you can't be that technologically advanced and be so stupid but you're like masturbating makes your palms hairy and makes you blind i didn't
1: say that i said that's what we were told
0: that's, yeah but you must have believed it you don't believe in jesus but you believe in if masturbating makes you go crazy
1: I did. tell believed it. I'll tell you what, tell you what makes me. It. I'll
0: tell you, not masturbating makes me go crazy. I don't
1: like getting my hands dirty.
0: You don't like getting your hands dirty? And sticky. <laughs> and sticky. Oh, God. <laughs> Disgusting. You don't have to buy me dinner anymore. I'm not hungry. <laughs> Good. All right. Um, I have to remember that. <laughs> So yeah, leaders. Oh, poor DK! Right in the middle of me reviewing their book, who talked about you <laughs> masturbating. They don't deserve this. And
1: you're gonna have to edit.
0: Thank God, no, I'm not you're editing. No, no, I'm edit. not. I'm not editing it. I love them, and they know I love them. And I'm really sorry for anyone who tuned in specifically to see my review of leaders DK books <laughs> to hear all that. But they do. They have a lot of great leaders in it. They actually, they actually, believe it or not, have Vladimir Putin in that books. And and you know what? Not every leader changed history for the better. Right. I will it's say Trump. that. But a lot of the different... Fuck off with the Trump shit. Um, there's a lot of leaders in the book, but they go back to the early stuff. They have... Uh, oh, I can, not Rosa Parks, but... Uh, oh, there's another one in there. Fuck. I wish I wasn't doing this from memory. But I'm telling you, it's a great book. You're going to have to take my word for it. Again, you don't have to be a Captain America, Tony Stark, or Thor to be a great leader, to be a superhero, to make change, and to Tommy change history. Douglas.
1: Tommy Douglas.
0: Tommy Douglas is a great He's Canadian. All,
1: has always been the greatest Canadian because he created... Healthcare.
0: Yeah. yeah, he's the greatest okay. Canadian, but nobody, nobody... Listen, DK is an international company. They're Dorling Kindersley. They are absolutely amazing, and they don't... Uh, I don't know if... I don't think Tommy well, Douglas is other it. Other people know about
1: Tommy Douglas, just Americans. Americans refuse to pay any attention to anything that makes sense about healthcare. They're like... They put their head in a fucking hole like an ostrich. They just can't get it in their heads that if the many pay for health care...
0: I don't even know if they can hear you. You're talking so quietly right now.
1: You're going to have to edit it.
0: I'm not editing anything. I'm not giving myself extra work. What about Castro? Castro was a leader. Castro
1: was a bad guy in some ways, but you know, in Cuba, they have free health care. They have free education. You can go all the way to university in um, in uh, Cuba.
0: Yeah. Do you know who... Yeah,
1: they have more equality than any other Latin American country between men and women. Do you know who
0: Bhutto is? It's a chick. She's from India. Benazir... Benazir Bhutto. Is she Pakistan or Indian? I
1: think
0: Pakistan. She's Pakistani. Do you know much about her? She's in the book.
1: Father was in power before her. They have dynasties over there. Yeah. Dynasties
0: in India. They have dynasties in Pakistan. I I just think that come with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> that's, from, that's from that's from Spider Man. Yeah. So I just I just have to review. I have to say that fucking uh, you know swearing needlessly. The DK has done another masterful job with their book. If you're looking, if you're a history buff like me, and obviously. I wasn't sure how I was going to segue to the leader's book only because, you know, I've got, I've still got two great books I'm, I'm trying to finish, uh, in order to give them their, their proper dues. Uh, I've actually, so I've been, I've been, I've been flying through a lot of books. The leader's book is really, really good. I learned a lot about, about people that I didn't know. And, uh, my, my listeners will like me when I do my broad strokes reviews because they don't like sitting around listening to 20 minutes on a book, but the leader's book is great. Nelson Mandela, Karl Marx the budo chick that's the only I can only remember her last name Castro if you're like all these people who who only get painted with a certain brush just to learn a little bit more about them learn about the leaders who change history I, I don't know I can't remember if the book was in front of me I'd go to the index and I'd tell you every person who's in it but I don't remember Trudeau being a part of it But guys, Leaders Who Changed History, great book, dk.com slash ca in Canada, dk.com in states, or just Google DK books wherever you are in the world and get yourself a copy of Leaders Who Changed History. It is a very, very good book. It was a great read. Um, The two books, mom, that I've been trying to get to forever is uh, the feminism book from the Big Ideas Simply Explained series, that one that you like that has all the different books, the science book, the psychology book, all that shit. Yeah. Well, they've got a whole book on feminism. To learn that feminism is not a bad thing. It's not a feminazi thing. Go, 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 go. Fuck, people are stupid. Um, <laughs> again, plugging DK while beeping at someone and yelling at them. Um, yeah, the feminism here. book. And, and from the Smithsonian, I've got uh, Women, Our Story. And it's kind of like the history of women. Uh, it's a real short read you guys haven't done much See, uh, it's a <laughs> short read <laughs> no, I'm kidding I think uh, I, for I've you. read longer pamphlets no I'm kidding no it's a great book it's got a lot in it and it just talks about how how important women have been throughout history um, <laughs> no, it wouldn't have been well no I'm not I'm not reviewing that one right now but I'm saying I'm trying to read the book alright it's, it's a real dull read I get about half a page <laughs> and I fall asleep no, Just I just do this I piss you, you. I am just doing yeah. this piss you off um, I know you No, of. it's it's no uh, it's a good read Um, And I'm going to review it when I'm finished because it deserves that. I didn't want to give it a half-assed review. uh, I think think women get a a, a bad shake. I'll be honest, just so I'm not kissing women's ass and I'm not losing on my male listeners. You guys... No, I'm serious. There's just as many crazy women as there is crazy men. There's just as many self-righteous women as there is men or whatever. But there's also just as many good women influential women, courageous women, powerful women. And you guys have had the short end of the stick for a long time. You're getting a little on top right now and it's turning you a bit cunty, but no, (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, but at these books, they deserve my, my full attention. Um, and I'm, I'm going to review them when I'm done with them, but I'm, I'm still plugging away at the feminism book and women, our story from the Smithsonian. I will have those books to review soon because I really want to get some interesting things that I didn't know about women. You know, I I learned that, you know, the clitoris, it, that's the G spot.
1: And where are your hands when you're reading these books?
0: There's nothing sexual about them. <laughs> in fact, if you've ever listened to a woman talk about her day, oh. these women are the, the written equivalent of that. But no, I, I'm just joking. There's no, but there's a real information and It's and it's, uh, I'm glad that women are kind of in the spotlight right now. only in the sense that I was here, you're sitting here next to me. I'll be nice to you for a minute. You, I, <laughs> for a minute. I I will for a minute. And that's it. So, so you better not waste it by talking <laughs> over me. Uh, but no, the two, the two strongest women that I've ever met in my life are you and Crystal. You're both single moms. You both work very, very hard. You both make big sacrifices. Um, so just, I, I have a respect for women. I've never been someone who treats women like they're shit or whatever. That's why I've never gotten anyone pregnant or whatever. You're also incredibly boring. Uh, not you and crystal, but just women. <laughs> I'm really, I, whatever. This is certain to, it's not even a book review. I'm, 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 I'm giving you a compliment off of a book I haven't reviewed yet. Leaders who changed history, mom, great book. You're not in that book. You know why? You ain't done nothing. Uh, <laughs> you gave the world me and maybe one day they'll write about you because of it. But, still uh, alive. yeah, I'm still alive. That is a good observation. Yeah. Um, point is uh, yeah, Leaders Who Changed the World. Guys, get your copy. It's a great book. I'm actually really enjoying uh, listening to uh, listening to and learning about uh, about this thing. This thing called women and life and leaders and all that stuff. All right. This week coming up, guys, I got an LCBO activation that I'm going to be doing four days straight. Um, I'm going to New York early next week with uh, one less person, according to the text message that I just received. So that's going to be an interesting thing. Uh, it looks like I got to spend the next week finding that out. Who is going to come? Hey, any listeners want to go to New York impromptu? Because I got an extra spot. We got an Airbnb. Uh, What else? Um, Finishing up my taxes. I've only got like a day left of my taxes to do, Mom. Very excited about that. Yeah, you're not here anymore? I got mine done Sunday. Good for you. Yeah, but you don't work as hard as I do. (laughs) I'm just joking. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to be finishing taxes. I am doing some LCBO activations. No comedy this week. Uh, which means I'll be feeding myself. It's a good way to make sure you get fed. And uh, what else? That's it. Prepping for the New York trip. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's kind of a quick sign-off only because I've arrived at the dealership this entire time I've been behind the wheel and I hope that the audio has come through clear enough. If it sucks, well, then just wait for episode 104 where I'll be back in front of the desk uh, to do the podcast. But I hope you guys have a, uh, a great week. Check out Endgame. Please tell me what you thought. If you saw it, what did you think? Are you happy with it? Have you been a fan the whole time? Did you just do like a power catch up? Whatever the fuck it is. Uh, contact one man podcast.com. Love to hear from you. Other than that, I will chat with you guys next week.